Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, there's been an update on the case uh, involving Kevin Spacey on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And uh, Bradley, I, I'm i not going to lie. I saw this headline come up uh, on my push notifications yesterday. And I thought, I've got to read more about that because that's kind of big news. The headline is, Prosecutors Drop Groping Case Against Kevin Spacey. Okay, pretty stark there. Kevin Spacey has the charges against him dropped. Well, if you've been paying attention at all, you maybe have an awareness that Kevin Spacey was charged with groping a young man at a Nantucket bar back a couple years ago. And uh, the man alleges that Spacey got him drunk. Now, he was working there at the time. Yep, he was a he was like a bus boy at this uh, Cape bar. Wanted to get a, a picture, a selfie. Ended up, uh, Kevin bought him a bunch of drinks. Uh, and then the young man alleges that Kevin put his hands down his pants and that he had actually uh, gotten some video of it and had sent it to his girlfriend anyway. Um, and so that's what uh, Kevin Spacey was charged with. Now, there's a lot more going on, but essentially those charges have been dropped and the young man's case will no longer go forward. Now, what is the reason for this? That they that like what do we speculate? The reason is for them dropping the case. It's a very good question. It's not speculation. So what we it was speculation previously. We thought this would happen, and I'll tell you why. But it's not because he uh, Kevin Spacey has somehow been exonerated. Right. It is not because the victim reached a settlement. That's a nuance that it seems like people are missing. Yeah, it seems like well, and it's it's an obvious conclusion, right? You hear the. Case dropped. Oh, they probably settled, right? Now, there had previously been a civil lawsuit filed by the young man and his family against Kevin Spacey. And then that case was dropped, which a lot of people said was because they probably reached a settlement. Because, you know, in our society, people love to sue and then people love to get settlements. I'm just being very, you know, uh, broad uh, about it. But that actually wasn't the case. There was no civil settlement. They just decided to drop the case so they could focus on the criminal charges, which makes you wonder why they brought that case at that time. But regardless, the victim did not or the alleged victim in this case did not get a financial settlement from Kevin Spacey. That's not what led to the dropping of the civil suit. And it's not what led to the dropping of the the um, criminal case. What led to the dropping of the criminal case involves the alleged victim directly. There was a cell phone. On that cell phone was allegedly text and video, which supported the allegations that Kevin Spacey groped this young man, including text messages to his girlfriend and allegedly uh, some video footage. Long story short, I won't bore you with the details. That phone went missing. Uh-huh. And there were some allegations 
um, actually admitted to that some of the texts on his phone were removed by whom by his mother, because when, as she says it, she started going through his phone before they were going to give it to police. She removed some texts that perhaps would put him in a negative light Uh, unrelated, they say, uh to the allegations against Kevin Spacey. Meaning this mother thought she was protecting her son right. by removing some inappropriate um, and, and racist. We talked about this, uh, I think, while you were gone. I don't because I was not here for that conversation. Yeah. There was like a, a racist joke or something that a friend had sent him in a text, allegedly, again, according to his mother. And then some other, quote, frat boy behavior in texts unrelated to the Kevin Spacey case that she admitted to removing. However, at some point, the phone goes missing after it's been in the custody of the parents Uh when it was returned to them by police. That obviously does not make the victor. That does not help the victim in his case. I'm sorry. I need to pause this and go back to these texts that were removed by the mom. Mm -hmm. Was that because she was afraid that the record would go public and those would be released and make Mm -hmm. him look bad? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's the implication anyway. Okay. That's what she Not says. necessarily that they would be used against him in the case. Or was it? Um, I don't know if... Uh, I, I That might be a distinction It probably doesn't a really matter, it, yeah. Uh, it might have been a little bit of both. Um, but what I will say is that the, the texts were alleged to have not been connected in any way to the, to allegations. the allegations. So what she okay. was saying and said it on the witness stand was... This had nothing to do with the case. I was protecting my son. Yeah. So you can do both things. I can walk and chew gum at the same time. He can be guilty and I can have been protecting my son. Yeah. But it's then you're like, I would imagine that, okay, well, that's your story. So that complicates the case, right? right? Because someone could say, well, you could be lying. So then it's who do you believe? Then it's he said, she said, right? Okay. So we're at square one. Well... Then the victim is uh, the alleged victim is put on the stand. Again, we're talking about the Kevin Spacey case. The charges against him were dropped in this one particular case. They put the victim on the stand and they start probing him about these questions regarding the um, text being removed. And they ask him, like, do you know that that's illegal to tamper with evidence? At which point the young man invokes the Fifth Amendment privilege, which means that he is has the privilege of shutting up. So as to protect himself legally, people don't do that generally unless they believe they've committed some type of crime or something illegal. Right. They've done something illegal. And by by admitting it in open court, that could open them up to charges. Right. So at that point, okay, well, you can't talk about what's on the phone. What else do we have to go on in this case? Right. And so long story short, again, I could bore you with more details, but I won't. The judge was like, well, if you can't talk about what was on that phone and that is the main evidence against Kevin Spacey in this case, how do we proceed with this this case? At which point the prosecutors dropped the charges. Now, there was some weird wrangling that they could have done where like they could have given him immunity to talk about the things with the things. But by doing that, he would probably diminish his appearance on the stand. Mm -hmm. And before a jury, meaning, or a judge, I don't remember, honestly, if there's a jury in this case, but um, I'm assuming there is. But 
it means that if he were to reveal what it is that he didn't want to talk about, that probably wouldn't make him look very good right? in terms of credibility in making this case against Kevin Spacey. So it wouldn't have served prosecution or the witness to, um, you know, to, to talk about what he didn't want to talk about. I mean, so certainly this is a victory, uh, you know, for Kevin Spacey in the sense that he will not be tried for this. However, it does not mean that he did not commit the crime that was alleged. Correct. And again, that is the nuance that seems to be missed by a lot of conversations around this. So what's interesting is we're 12 minutes into this hour. We've probably spent the last, what? six minutes or so talking about this particular case yeah and i've just laid out for you so it's it's it takes a little while to explain right i guarantee or what i imagine is going to happen is that when people see a headline cases or uh, allegations against kevin spacey dropped that benefits kevin spacey right and i i i don't know but i kind of have a feeling that this was sort of the plan for his, uh, you know, the legal team, like, think about it. If you're Kevin Spacey, you have these allegations and there are other allegations. That's what we haven't even gotten to is the other allegations that have been made against him. There are no, uh, criminal charges, right? but the other allegations, right? But this was the closest one to holding him criminally responsible for the, for his actions. But now if you're Kevin Spacey, you can simply say, oh, those charges have been dropped. So I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see Kevin Spacey claw his way back to a career because now he can say a court is ruled. There's nothing to see here. If no other jurisdiction brings any charges on any of the previous cases that were alleged, you know, then it just becomes like Woody Allen. It becomes like so many other cases where, okay, it's talk and it's he said, she said. And we have such a short memory uh, that it, if indeed like that is the seed of a comeback and you know, four or five years down the road, this could all be forgotten and behind us. Yeah. I mean, that's a really sad takeaway, I guess, the way we just frame this conversation about Kevin Spacey and the charges being dropped against him. I just thought it was important for us to make the point that it wasn't dropped for any, uh, well, how can I say that? It didn't, it didn't, there was nothing determined by the charges being dropped other than this particular case could not go forward. Right. And, you know, and I think, I think that that's why it's important to have this conversation to really dive in and understand why, uh, why these charges were dropped against him and that it really didn't have anything to do directly with whether or not that groping took place. It was sort of this ancillary sideshow that was happening, having to do with tampering with evidence. Um, And just a reminder to people as well. Don't don't do that. And, you know, I I guess I'm heartened in the sense that, like, this was just the law. And this happens all the time, honestly. People are, you know, charges are dropped or cases don't go forward uh, or guilty people walk out of a courtroom free. You know, that this wouldn't be the first time. And it's it's sad in this particular case, especially if there is, in fact, a victim, if you believe this particular young man. Um, but it's heartening in the sense that, like, you know, the, the system is actually um, doing what it's supposed to do, exactly. even though it's not the outcome you want. Exactly. Right. Because. Ultimately, it means that he's not being held accountable for um, the actions that he's alleged to have engaged in. And what we hope is that there will be enough on the behalf of another person who was victimized by him that perhaps 
charges can be brought and it can be seen all the way through. Yep. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It is time for a dirt alert with the beautiful Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, my friends. Good afternoon. Okay, I want to follow up on a story that we talked about in yesterday's 1220 dirt alert, you know, because it's like an episode of your favorite drama. You can't wait for the next episode. Right. That's what the dirt alert is. Um, Let's talk about Mike Fleiss from The Bachelor. So he is the creator of The Bachelor. He has gotten into some trouble. There are allegations of verbal and physical abuse that were made by his estranged wife and a judge granted a restraining order against him. Uh, So the Bachelor folks are kind of peddling back from Mike Fleiss and saying uh, that it's not going to affect the production of the show because he's not involved in the day-to-day operations of the show. So here's what a source says. Mike is the creator of the show, but he he is not the showrunner. While he is involved in certain aspects of the franchise, he is by no means involved in the day-to-day. This is according to People Magazine, and this source is saying he spends much of his time in Hawaii, and the show runs independently of him. The source says that there have never been issues with Mike on The Bachelor. Warner Brothers is concerned in looking into the allegations, but it's business as usual for the show. Yesterday, he was um, a judge said that Mike Fleiss has to stay 100 yards away from his wife. You know, this is... Crock-a-doodle-doo. I just think of like, I just put anybody in, in any other job, in any other company that, you know, this is the issue. Like they wouldn't be, I, I just feel like he's, they need to be more. Um, he needs to be held responsible. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I don't have I'm words. here for you with the words today. And for his part, I mean, he totally denies these allegations. And he says that she was the one who physically attacked him during this incident that happened at their home in Hawaii. And uh, he said after the incident, Laura was initially remorseful. I was leaving Hawaii for work commitments in Los Angeles. I spent time with Ben, referring to their four-year-old son together, at the house in Hawaii prior to leaving for Los Angeles. And a few days after that incident, Laura stopped all communication with me. I don't know where Ben is, and I want custody of him because of Laura's instability. Okay, what does this Oof. sound like to you? Do you it, Every can, single domestic violence right? Yeah, this case. is like Johnny but Depp and Amber Heard. That is exactly yeah. what I was just thinking, yeah. Elizabeth Reese. I was in it's, your brain. Yes, because it is so exactly the same story. It's like, I am the victim here. Yeah. Why are and you listening I'm to her? To She's a crazy, crazy. A crazy woman. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I know. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Well, and it's always, I mean, that's the hard thing is it, it seems in these situations, it's always the the um, defense is she's crazy. Yes, and of course. I just, I, yeah, mm. She's crazy. Um, okay, Spencer Pratt declaring that he hates all of his Hills co-star. Oh, after oh gosh, so nothing has changed. The revival, so nothing has changed. The show yeah. Hills New Beginnings came out, and turns I out it's not a new beginning. No, it's the same old crap. It's the same old crap. He says no spoiler alerts, but I hate all these people. Like I dislike them. 
Wow. I bring this up because, you know... I'm pretty sure they dislike you too, Spencer, so the feeling is quite mutual. There was a time during my Dirt Alert tenure, and this was so long ago that it was when Jason and Alexis did the midday show. Wow. And I was doing the Dirt Alerts, as one does. And I had to ban uh, Spencer and Heidi Montag from the Dirt Alerts because oh, yeah. I it was the I think it was the only time I've officially banned someone from the Dirt Alerts where I said I will no longer Talk speak about other their names because I simply cannot stomach it anymore. Turns out it didn't last yeah. forever because now I'm talking about them again. Yeah, but, but you know what? They're gonna you'll learn that lesson again. I'm mainly just talking about them to remind myself of what happened yes. so yes. long ago. Exactly. Yep. You're just reintroducing <laughs> yourself to the scars. Yeah. That, I didn't I haven't watched the reboot of that show, but I do remember the initial one fondly. Oh, I do too. I loved that show and I loved to hate Spencer and Heidi. I would like to offer to Spencer and Heidi that perhaps if they're having a difficult time keeping their careers going, that <laughs> might be a time to rebrand. I know. It's just sort of funny because the show, it's like the people who really went on to have their own careers are now not part of the reboot. Like right. LC, Lauren Conrad, right. and then Kristen Cavallari. I mean, those two are both moguls. Who arguably, LC, by the way, arguably, like the reason the show had any success. She was the whole the star yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah, she totally was. Um, Andy Cohen calling out Wendy Williams' estranged husband, Kevin Win- uh, Hunter, on the Wendy Williams show. So he appeared on the show for the first time in six years uh, today on Wendy's 55th birthday and he said, your husband, Kevin Hunter, was not my biggest fan. I've been cheering you on for years, for the last six years. Trying to, he's been essentially saying, I've been telling you, you should get rid of this guy. I, like everybody told her This that. is like the closest anybody's gotten on that show to tell, to preach in some real truth. Yeah. So more of that, please. He yes, said, please. I'm so excited about Wendy in the city. What did she say? Um, she said, life has really changed. Okay, that's too vague for me. I'm going to mm-hmm. need more from you, Wendy. I believe in you. Yeah, that's it. I yeah. I I I, I imagine it's got to be just like a whole new world when you're free from the shackles, you know, shackles yeah. of a crappy relationship. Yeah, no especially kidding. a very controlling person. Yeah, one hundred percent. More Kathy Griffin news today. Speaking of people, look, here's the connection to Andy Cohen. So yeah. she talks smack about Andy Cohen, and then now also. Um, she was doing an interview on Good Day New York today, admitting that she's no longer friends with Ellen DeGeneres. Mm. Oh, why? She was Let's asked if there was tea. any sort of relationship left between the pair. Kathy was quick to answer no. And she said, I'm apparently not her cup of tea, but I think she's great. I'm not a comedy snob. You, But see, here's what, here's what I love, because I'm assuming all of the Kathy Griffin stories are because she's got this documentary that's going to come out, which yeah. is essentially... You know, her her live show, which I got to see, I don't know what it was, a couple months ago. Yeah. yeah. Where she talks about this whole journey she's been on. And she does not mince words when it comes to people like Andy Cohen, Anderson Cooper, and Ellen. And in fact, she made some, you know, jabs at Ellen saying, you know, the difference between the, the two of them is that she writes her own jokes. Oh, I love, I love that. Yeah, so there's no love lost, I think, between those two. Yeah, no, there isn't. It, I, the one thing, though, that's interesting about Kathy Griffin is to have so many falling outs with so many people. I mean, can you list to the number of people that you've had a falling out with? Like two. I mean, my list is just not very long. Yeah. Neither is mine. But I think that's Maybe kind it's of just her I brand. don't care enough, yeah. 
Yeah. I, honestly, like she, her whole thing was talking smack about celebrities. Yes. And she, and you know if you're gonna do that, you're gonna burn a couple bridges. Yeah. Burn a few yeah. Bridges. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Ellen and Kathy Griffin, their feud began years ago after Joan Rivers died, and then Kathy reportedly pleaded with Ellen to do a tribute for. Ellen, or for Joan, Joan Rivers. Yeah. And then um, Ellen DeGeneres thought that Joan Rivers' style was mean and refused to do anything for Joan, and that made Kathy mad. Which is interesting because, by all accounts, behind the scenes, Ellen, Ellen is, is not, not the queen that of that nice. nice. I know. Exactly. Fascinating, Meanwhile, right? Joan Rivers was paying for people's education yeah. behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, so sit yeah. with that. Nothing's real and everybody smokes, right, Thank guys? You, Thank Elizabeth you, Elizabeth Reese. She's been indoctrinated. <laughs> star. Uh, thanks, Elizabeth. Hey, we need somebody to play the 30-second Pop culture challenge six five one six four one one zero seven one thirty seconds five pop culture questions guys it's the thirty second pop culture challenge thirty second pop culture challenge who is on the phone today Colleen we've got Jill on the line and what is Jill playing for Jill is playing for a big fat pair of these general admission tickets to the twenty nineteen Cat Video Festival Thursday August eighth yeah. yeah. Just field. Scratch, scratch. All right, timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I am. Okie doke, here we go. Kurt Cobain was the singer and guitarist for what band? Nirvana. Who hosts Watch What Happens Live? Uh, Kelly. Nope. And... Oh. Watch What uh, Happens Live. Not. Pennywise is the villain from what book and film series? Sherlock Holmes. Nope. What is the name of Dolly Parton's theme park? Dollywood. Bella and Edward are the lead characters in what book and film series? Uh, Twilight. Who hosts Watch What Happens Live? I'm so sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge, but you can try again tomorrow tomorrow, because we do it every day at 1230. All right, let's get to those questions she did not get correct. Uh, Who hosts WWHAL? That would be Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live. And uh, Pennywise is the villain from... It. It. Have you seen it yet? No. Why are you... Coming at me like that. It's because I just feel like that is a huge pop culture blind spot. Well, which one? The, the original, frankly, but whatever. Oh, I thought I'll you were take talking any about of them. which of my blind spots. And then I was about to say, like, mind your own blind spots over there or get you one of them cards that's got the blind spot monitoring because I ain't got time for that. How's right the now? rest of a season one of Stranger Things going for your brain? <gasps> oh, oh, this is sick so fun. Burn. Yeah, keep well, it up. Actually, hey, do you remember that one episode of Friends? No. Yeah, or how about Seinfeld? Nope. <laughs> I know the soup Nazi one. No, you don't. No, you know that I've the seen soup it. Nazi is a thing. Oh, you have that? I've seen it. Before we continue to argue about Bradley's pop culture blind spots, actually before Horse Holly Gump, and Ma- Holly's and mine get dragged out into the light, James let's Bond. move on. Oh, let's move on. That's not mine. That's yours. I know. To solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Ah, we've got some celebrity gossip mysteries to solve. Hopefully, Colleen and Bradley don't have any blind spots regarding these. Here's your first blind item. By, quote, work on some things, this A-list singer slash highly paid reality star means she needs her foreign-born actor boyfriend to stop cheating on her all the time. Ooh. Ooh. 
A-list singer slash highly paid reality star. Yeah. Highly paid. Foreign born actor boyfriend. Oh, so it's not like a Mariah Carey. No. (laughs) They both have similar places within the reality world universe. They have held the same position in the reality universe at one point. Is it like a judge situation? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's like J-Lo and a... No. Because he hasn't been on anything. (laughs) You're getting closer. Uh, Katy Perry... No. Oh. Orlando Bloom? Oh. Is he a judge? No, you boob. Katy Perry's a judge on American Idol. Oh, I thought you you were saying they were both... Uh, reality show judges. Sorry. No. Okay, re- fill in the blanks. <laughs> All right. Boob. By, <laughs> by work on some things, Katy Perry means that she needs Orlando Bloom to spot stop cheating on her all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I you're pa- does. I mean, when you're paddleboarding like that, I, you're somebody <laughs> else is bound to want to get around uh, that situation. Yeah, when you're going fishing, somebody else is going to want to mount your paddleboard. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, when you're going to drop a line like that, drop a line. It's a, I don't know. It's a fishing thing. I'm getting is it. it. Bait and tackle. How much do you know? About, don't say bait and tackle, please. I'm very did. offended. She already did. I, Katy Perry's been talking a lot lately. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> what did she do to you? I'll tell you I later. I'll tell you. No, oh, I'm sure. No, you will. I will. She's my oh. D bag today. Oh, okay. All <laughs> Stay right. tuned. That's called a tease. Thanks. <laughs> Good job. Pro. All right. Moving on. All right. Got some more hot, juicy gossip for you, Colleen and Bradley. Listen to the following. There are some words involved. Mm. <laughs> the celebrity offspring of this permanent A list. A plus list, excuse me. Permanent A plus list, mostly movie actor who is a multiple Oscar winner slash nominee. Oof, okay. Kidnapped and raped someone several <gasps> years back. What? And what? the actor wrote a check to make it all go away. Can't have the <gasps> offspring's horrible behavior reflect poorly on our actor. I think that was the main motivation rather than protecting the offspring. Okay, I have two. Can I start with one? Yeah. yeah. Is it Tom Hanks? <gasps> oh, I knew it! Colin, Are Colin you Hanks? serious? Is it Colin Hanks? No. Thank oh, you. He has one. another one. Remember Chet Hayes? Oh, yes. Chet's the one that's... Uh, yes. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. I... Oh. Who was your other guest, Bradley? Uh, Michael Douglas. That has also been named in... Wow. The comments section of Crazy Days and Nights.net. Now, Michael Douglas has his son, Cameron, who has been in and out of prison uh, for various offenses. So let me fill in the blanks for you on this blind item. So the celebrity offspring, maybe Chet Hanks, maybe Cameron Douglas, maybe Tom Hanks and Michael Douglas. We don't know. Uh, this celebrity offspring kidnapped and raped someone several years back, and uh, one of these actors wrote a check to make it all go away. Now, can't have the offspring's horrible behavior reflect poorly on our actor. An NT lawyer thinks that was the main motivation for writing the check rather than protecting the offspring. Oh, now, sure. the thing that makes me believe that perhaps this is Tom Hanks more than uh, Michael Douglas is the sentence 
that can't have the offspring's horrible behavior reflect poorly on our actor, meaning Tom Hanks has a reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that Tom Michael Hanks Douglas has doesn't. a career yeah, that, to right. be fair, Michael Douglas no longer has. Right. In the same and, way, anyway. And Tom Hanks, his career is, I mean, it's largely due to his talent, of course, but his public persona is one of kindness, kindness, generosity. Yep. Uh, squeaky, it's pretty squeaky clean. Well, Michael Douglas doesn't have that Not squeaky really. clean persona. And we've already known about his son's public troubles. Yeah. The only other thing I would say, the, the piece that I find interesting is that it doesn't reference the fact that the child also has a celebrity mother. Oh, sure. Right. That's a good point. So that means we, we don't know we what don't this know. is about. Yeah. So. That's all. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Now, this blind item has been revealed. We know who this is about, Colleen and Bradley. Okay. See if I you love these. can identify the following subject. I'm hoping for a true Kathleen Turner style tell all. Remember that interview she did with Vulture? Yep. A couple mm-hmm. of months back. Well, love Kathleen Turner. She's great, but it won't happen, though. The singer is not going to talk about how certain people came to live in her home as a teen. She won't talk about her numerous affairs. And she won't talk about the drug abuse in the family. It will be boring and basic with a story or two about an ex to make you think that you're getting something, but you really won't. I feel like this one's a J-Lo. Uh, oh, forget it. Wait, so who are we looking for? A singer. A singer. A singer, but what else? Any? She's writing a book. A singer who's writing a book. Like, what kind of singer are we talking here? One who uses their mouth to sing. <laughs> Like A-list, B-list. Uh, you know, A-list name recognition, <gasps> no. but probably as far as her singing career, it's like D-list. Jessica Simpson. Thank you. Oh, there, there you go. Yes, because wow. Okay, wait. Go back. Fill in the blank. Because now remember all that we know about Jessica Simpson and her family. Yeah, I'm specifically yeah. talking about her dad. dad. Go. I'm hoping for a true Kathleen Turner style tell all, but it won't happen. Jessica Simpson is not going to talk about how certain people came to live in her home as a teen. Jessica Simpson won't talk about her numerous affairs and Jessica Simpson won't talk about the drug abuse in the family. It will be boring and basic with a story or two about an ex to make you think that you're getting something, but you really won't. Yeah, right. Didn't we already get a little treat of that or something? Not really. Just that we know that she's doing yeah. it because she just celebrated her birthday. But here's the thing. Like the part. OK, the piece of that that jumps off the page for me that I'm just kind of. put. Well, her dad. We followed him a lot after he left her mother. We've speculated for a long time that he has a taste for younger men in particular. Mm -hmm. Do you remember one of the people who played a huge role in some of the early uh, days of, I don't remember if it was of newlyweds or if it was Ashley Simpson's reality show, her sister's reality show. But do you guys remember Ryan Cabrera? Oh yeah. And I always thought there was something weird or interesting about his relationship with Joe Simpson. This is pure speculation. Yeah. But like that, that all that Ryan Cabrera lived, I think, with the Simpson family. Yep. And then well, ended up having a relationship with Ashley Simpson, allegedly. And it's so bizarre. Also, you'll remember that even Nick Lachey talked about how odd uh, her dad was. Yeah. Just to be around. 
It's so yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. I again, I, I think we said this actually when we heard that this book was going to be written that we want a big story we're not going to get. But the story I bet we will get is really about like the filming of the show Newlyweds. And I want to hear uh, her thoughts on how that affected her career, because I actually think it totally ruined her singing career um, because she had forced her to play the dumb blonde. And there was no way for her to ever get back out of that. But I really want to hear that story. Thank you, Holly. Those were some delicious blind items. Yum. And shocking. All right. Well, uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I want to tell you about we're going to conquer one huge goal. and That's going to be to get me and you guys (laughs) to live in the Brady Bunch house. Wow. She included us today, Holly. Okay. Remember yesterday your tease was. No, here was your tease yesterday. Is it your dream? Okay. Can I make my point? If you'd like to. <laughs> okay. Yesterday, your tease was, when we come back, you find out how you can make my dreams come true. Yeah. That's yeah. what happened. And then we talked about how to make my dreams come true. So I tease don't... me today how... I'm going to make your... So yesterday, we talked about how to make my dreams come true. We did, and we're gonna. We are. So... Today, I want to tell you how more dreams can come true. This is a Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And yesterday, to catch everybody up, if you missed it, Bradley explained to me exactly how we're going to get me to live in the Brady house for six nights. Yeah, there's a six night stay. You and six of your friends will travel to LA and get all set up and be bougie LA, you know, people for a week, essentially. Living in the re newly, not even remodeled, but the actual Brady house, which was just the facade back in the day for the uh, iconic television television series that was then completely obliterated on the inside and made to look exactly as it did on the television show. Yes. So now that that's done, HGTV wants to get everybody all up in there. And one of the ways they're going to do that is by having one lucky person uh, inhabit with their friends for a week that home and all you have to do and what we're going to do for you uh, and help you uh, achieve is a 60 to 90 second video telling everybody why you need to get this. So, I am so we excited about that yesterday. So, yeah. So we are going to do that. That dream is going to become a reality, but I have, I, have you ever, have you ever been in the Wiener mobile? <laughs> okay. Have you ever ridden? Have I ever ridden the Wiener mobile? Have I ever ridden the Wiener mobile? I'm dead serious. I'm I'm going to assume for the sake of this conversation you're referring to the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile and not just any Duh. Joe Schmo Wienermobile. Of course. I'm so, talking about the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. So in terms of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, the answer is no. No, you've I've never, never ridden Oscar Mayer's Wienermobile. But would you relish the chance to do it? Let's. Can we be frank? I'm just going to catch up to That's reality cute. and move on. Okay. Well, I've just mustered <laughs> up the courage to tell you this story. Mustered up the courage. Yeah, you're welcome. How long did you work on those? Do you have them written down? written down? Oh my God, you have <laughs> them written down. You are a mess. You are a mess. But I am on a roll, right? Thank you. Okay. No, that's... Uh, don't judge. Don't that's, judge. That's weak. Don't judge. Okay. Anyway, you can sleep in the Wienermobile. 
because they're rolling out a Wienermobile that they have remodeled to be like sort of like a camper. It's got a pull-out yeah. couch, a place for people to live, and it's specifically during Lollapalooza. Did we already talk about this? Suddenly it's sounding very familiar. We talked about it this morning. No, I feel like we talked about this weeks ago, but now I have pictures no, of it. No, I don't think so. You probably just talked to yourself about it. I probably did because I... I've always wanted to be in the Wienermobile. I want to buy a Wienermobile. I think that there was a Wienermobile no, there was for a Wienermobile sale. For sale, yeah, that's it was right. Um, but do you think, like, when you're inside the Wienermobile, especially in the winter, that you get chilly? <laughs> that's cute. A I didn't have to write that down, kids. <laughs> anyway, anyway, how do I get myself inside the Wiener? Okay, so first of all, y- this is going to be during Lollapalooza, which is coming up in Chicago, which you didn't even know that they still do, but they uh, yeah, do exactly. yeah. at this awesome park in Chicago, right near. It's like right near the lake, sure, uh, uh, and right near like the the Bean. Like it's all around. It's in a great area. They're gonna roll the Wienermobile up, yeah, and you can live in it. For the low, low price of $136 per night. Oh, so it's going to be like an Airbnb thing. Precisely. Okay. But guess what? You can't do it because it's already booked. I was going to say, like, what, how's that going to happen? Because it's happening, like, next week. But I also feel like you're going to see this wiener a lot. Well, and it's, yeah, I mean. They'll, bring, they'll roll this wiener out as often as possible. I mean, and you will literally be in the doghouse. Because <laughs> it's a house. Shaped, shaped like, like a hot, a hot dog. dog. Uh, in any case, the, here's the only thing I don't appreciate about this Wiener Mobile. What? There's no bathroom in it. Oh, so you have to like there's it, no bathroom in the. There's Wiener-mobile? no bathroom in the Wiener Mobile. You would have to. It would have to be near facilities. Um, but it looks really comfortable outside of the fact that you can't do your That's business. Really, in the there. worst. Hmm. See, now you're like so hyper focused on your puns. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is that offending your sensibilities? No, but I want to talk to you about this wiener. Oh, okay. It's a real ween- wiener, isn't it? No, that was bad. I mean, okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, so now this is all null and void because you can't actually live in the wiener, but <laughs> I do want to buy a wiener mobile. Why? What, uh, so honestly, I'm trying to understand Can your you imagine? With a mobile. Can you imagine me driving the carpool in a Wienermobile? That's what I want. I don't, like, actually, because I, want... I think you'd be very frustrated. Why? It's just like a... Because people would be big... in your way and it would be hard to turn. In a we- But you'd be in a wiener. Like, everybody would get out of the way for the wiener. You would think. I, you would I think, think, though, right? like, once the, the rubber meets the road, if you will... Um, and once the wiener meets the road, <laughs> you'd just be like really frustrated at how difficult it is to maneuver. I mean, a I don't want it to be my only ride. I just want it for an option. I don't know where you'd park it. I don't know. I would take it to the club. I mean, roll up in front of a nightclub in a wiener mobile. You are the, you are it, <laughs> right? You're the most popular yeah. thing. I also well, I just I that's I want a novelty car. Is all I'm saying, okay. and that's the really the most well, iconic what are your options, novelty like car. The that's Red it. Bull thing where they got a can of Red I, Bull. I don't on want top. that. That's stupid. I, you know, I, I literally this is the only novelty car that is this recognizable. I mean, you wouldn't want the Batmobile from the '60s. Like yeah, the but I can't get like you guys remember. Look at Scooby-Doo me. Van. Remember mm-hmm. what the life I live. I'm a carpool mom. I can't fit the kids into the Batmobile. You could do the um, Scooby Doo van. 
yeah, mystery band. Totally. That looks a little pervy. I feel like I'm just saying in 2019. And the Wienermobile doesn't oh, look yeah. pervy. Oh, yeah. Stop. You're driving around in a giant phallus, but that's not pervy at all. Yeah, you've just made sexual puns and you want to drive your children around in it. <laughs> Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.